0: Welcome to this week's edition of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Katherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co founder of the She Angels Foundation, both designed to help fund women. I have an an extraordinary guest today. I love talking to her whenever I get a chance. She's an astrologer, a healer and a psychic. And she actually advises people on how the planets are aligning to help grow and boost your business. So it's gonna be an interesting discussion about that. And also what's happening with the planets to be supportive of women in the coming decades. How exciting is that? Please give a warm welcome to my very special guest, Rachel Lang. Hi, Rachel. Uh, hi, Catherine. Thank you so much. What a great introduction. Well, I always love talking to you, too. Thank you. Well, um, every year I schedule my uh, review with you and you read my charts. It's all based on you know where you're born, what time, all of those things. I find it so fascinating because obviously, like most people, it's something I really don't understand, but it's so interesting how you're able to do this uh, and it really impacts um, everything from one's business life to their love life, to their finances. I know you actually work with a lot of A-list celebrities, corporate executives, uh, entrepreneurs um, in advising them as to how the planets uh, intertwining at a certain date and time actually impact their business decision-making. So I definitely want to talk about that. Yeah. I think first, uh, it's always nice for people to get to know my guests. So let's find out a little bit about your background. Tell us where you were born, where you grew up, and when you realized you had this gift. Okay. Well, I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri,
1: in the Midwest. And, uh, and then I, I lived there for most of my life. And then I, I moved to Nashville in, uh, in, the, in the 2000s. And uh, that's really where I started my career, and where I met an incredible network of teachers and mentors, and and people who helped me develop my gifts. and uh, And then I ended up making my way to LA in uh, about eleven years ago, and uh, and so I've been here
0: ever since. I love that, and um, I know you have a master's in theology. Yes, I do. And- You also are vice president of an organization, which I don't know what the call what it stands for, but it's the National Council for Geocosmic Research. It sounds interesting. (laughs) It's very interesting. It's an astrology organization. (laughs) So that has to do with astrology, I take it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's actually, um, it's the kind of the academic arm of astrology. Most people think of astrology as just kind of being woo-woo. Or like um, you know, as as being a spiritual practice, but it's actually really um, it's based on thousands and thousands of years of studying and um, and 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 using using astrology in case studies and I mean our ancient ancestors used astrology for everything, and they planted their crops um, by astrology. They uh, they could they could they were able to really track. A relationship between what was happening in the cosmos and what was happening here on earth so so astrology actually has a real scientific like kind of a scientific arm to it and um
0: and that's something that a lot of people don't know you know i think a lot of people do understand how you know Pluto and Jupiter and how they align and what house they're in. I think a lot of people really do get it and love reading their horoscope. Who doesn't? Um, And then, like you said, there's a handful of people that think it's kind of woo-woo. But um, once somebody has their chart read and they see how all the different things align and the timing and how it really impacts their life and their decisions, there really is uh, such a validity to it. I think everybody should have their chart read personally. Uh, just saying, uh, mm-hmm. because it, it's so interesting and, and it really is helpful. And how do you how do you uh, make decisions and when do you make them? I know the White House has often been uh, touted as using that. Many of the um, different presidents have, have, and, and the first ladies have used uh, this method of you know knowing how and when to to do the right thing. Uh, with regard to things with the country, you know. So I, I anyway, speaking of that, I'm really excited to talk about, uh, it, it's been really recently that the planets have aligned to lift up women. Like this is the time for the matriarchy. It's returning after many years. Let's talk about that because you are an expert in that arena. And I think this is something fascinating that everyone's going to want to hear.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the big things that happened in 2020, and from all of us knew that t- all of us astrologers were have been looking at 2020 because the transits of 2020 are unlike anything we've seen in our lifetime,
0: wow. and um, and, and it was of, a year, it was a year like anything we've ever seen in <laughs> exactly. our lifetime, right?
1: Yeah, yes, yes, and what was happening is that. Pluto, which is the planet that it's kind of like the, re, the, the rebirth planet, the planet that kind of breaks things down and, and, and allows us to reshape them and recreate them, was planet uh, the planet Pluto was right next to Saturn, which happens every 34 to 36 years. But this particular time, it happened in the sign of Capricorn, which deals with government institutions. It deals with the economy. Um, and, and if you want to, to even put it in these terms, Capricorn is kind of like the, um, the planet of the patriarchy. It's the planet of the father. And, and so Pluto came in and it said all of these institutions that have historically been patriarchal, it's time for all of these, to, for us to see what's not working within them and for us to reshape them and reform them and recreate them. So all of these systems that we're looking at, religion, government, even family systems, there's a rebalancing of power. So all marginalized voices are having a chance to express themselves.
0: And, and what we're- and so people are thinking, oh, this is just happening. But no, it's these planetary things that are taking place that are actually more powerful than we can even touch or see or feel that are creating this. And it's very exciting. It's why I think Kamala Harris is in office. It's why people are sitting up and paying more attention to uh, the, the the justices of, uh, of minorities. Um, it's not just happenstance. It's actually the planets aligning to support this change. I mean, how exciting is that?
1: Yeah. And it's also, I mean, I think for uh, astrology gives us a, a language of symbols that we can look at and see what we can kind of off get a little bit more meaning and a little bit of context for what what's going on in the world and one of the things that we're moving toward Saturn and so uh, uh, several outer planets moved into the sign of Aquarius and I know many people have heard that this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius and 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 things like that and while that's technically, um, that's technically a little bit different. Aquarius is with all these outer planets moving into Aquarius, it's a big theme. And the theme of Aquarius is community. It's collaboration, it's equality, and a lot of humanitarian interests are going to be top of mind and big themes as we move into um, later into the 2020s. So we're kind of like watching a paradigm shift where things were hierarchical under the old way of being. And now we're moving more toward an egalitarian system that really sees us all as being one community. Um, so, you know, some of these are like like you said, ideals that we saw with matriarchal cultures. Um, but I think we're creating something even even different. I think we're creating a whole new way of being.
0: I love that. It's like a whole conscious rising. Uh, it's why people are into impact investing and impact shopping. Uh, people are starting to just, uh, I think, evolve into a more humanitarian society. And you wouldn't know that kind of with all the turmoil going on, but I don't, you think it's because we are moving into this new level and that's going uh, by the wayside and people are yelling and screaming to hold on to the old way but you can't stop that the new way is coming because nothing is more powerful than the universe and the planets that are aligning to assist this yes and
1: and you know it's interesting because you raise a point um, so another asked in 2021, the astrology really puts um, Uranus, which is the planet of change and progress and future in a challenging relationship with Saturn, which is tradition and history and, um, and, uh, and even some of those like more conservative values. And so right now we're in this point of having tension between some people really wanting to keep things the way they are, the way they were, and some people moving us toward something new. And so he, even the astrology of today is speaking to that, that, that very thing that you're, that you just raised to that very, very point that you just raised.
0: Now, each person has uh, their own planetary charts as uh, you and I know, and I have my reading every year, as I mentioned earlier, uh, and you can do it for anybody. And recently uh, I had you on a Uh, session with a group from She Angels Foundation, and you were talking about the specific chart for Kamala Harris. Can we address her for just a couple minutes and, and talk about her chart?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, and, uh, and and I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it right now for reference, actually. <laughs> um, so, so- You don't have everybody's memorized? <laughs> I, I have most of it. Actually, I do have most of this memorized, but there were a couple of <laughs> points that I wanted to bring up today that I didn't want to forget. Um, so one thing that I love about her chart is that, um, is that she's born actually right at the full moon. So a full moon chart is when the moon is opposite the sun. And, and usually what happens, so her this full moon is on the Libra-Aries axis. Libra is the sign of justice. It's the sign of equality, balance. It's also the sign that's ruled by Venus. Venus is about relationships and finding ways to bridge differences. Um, uh, and her moon is in Aries, which is, which is, you know, if Libra is the peacemaker, Aries is the warrior. And so she's got both of these tendencies and Aries is the leader, is the one who initiates things, who takes charge. And so this axis line is actually really indicative of of her personality. One thing I find with people who are born um, during a full moon or right around the time of a full moon is, you know, when the moon is full, we can see in the dark we can see things that we wouldn't otherwise see. And this is how full moon people are. They kind of shine a spotlight on what's not working mm-hmm. and they feel a mission, they feel compelled to show other people to mm-hmm. say, hey, look at this, look what I can see that you can't see. Um, and so, you know, so I, I, think, I think that this, this gives her, this, this, but her chart indicates that she's got the compassion and the desire to, um, to 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 support justice and the desire to bridge, you know, divides with that Libra sun, but she's not afraid to fight. And I think we totally saw this with the Kavanaugh hearings, mm-hmm. um, and that was really a time when we and and even in her career as a prosecutor, I think she's always wrestling with you know with being able to see both sides. And and she's faced some criticism for this from from progressives and from conservatives alike, um, but I think that 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 this when I'm looking at her chart, I'm seeing that that tendency for her.
0: You know, I really love that about her because there's nothing better than like this really strong warrior woman who's also some so compassionate and I feel likable. I feel like she's got a great sense of humor. She's warm. And, you know, just the perfect type of woman that needs to be in a position like that, who, who's warm, smart, but bold and tough. And, and that's a hard combination to find. And that's, you know, because it's so hard for women in politics, there's judged by such different degrees than men are. Um, she really has that perfect balance of toughness, but likability in that, in that mix. Uh, But so no wonder her chart uh, says that she is like an ideal person to be filling those shoes. I'm not Mm -hmm. surprised. Um, So um, I love where the, you know, the, how the planets are aligning to support all this humanity and change. It's very exciting. Um, It makes me feel like it's unstoppable because sometimes you really question, oh, is this really going to go in the right direction? But it's nice to know that the the planets in the universe are really supporting this, uh, to happen in a, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. I always like to think positively and hopeful and, uh, gosh, it just seems like when a person or a planet goes through growing pains, uh, it can get ugly and tough. And then you get to the other side and it's such a beautiful place. And I feel like that's where we're headed, but we're going through those growing pains right now, which are not pretty.
1: Yeah. Yeah a really good, good
0: way of, of, of putting it. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like, uh, people that are in your profession, uh, doing astrology and psychic work are, uh, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And I remember you sharing with me that you knew at a very young age that you had this gift. Cause I think it's something you're born with and, you know, people either tap into it or they don't when you say,
1: yeah, I think we're all born with intuition. We're mm-hmm. all born with, um, with uh, an awareness of our spiritual selves, um, and for me, yes, I, I actually learned. I early on, I could I could feel and see uh, spirits, and uh, and I was raised in a in a, in an evangelical Christian home, like a, a Catholic evangelical home, um, and so it was actually really encouraged by my parents to, you know, they, when I saw angels or I would tell them about the spiritual information that I was seeing or feeling, they really encouraged it. And and I don't think they knew at the time that I would be ending, that I would be doing this career because they might've like tried to suppress it, but, (laughs) but they didn't. And so then when I started, actually, uh, I actually discovered astrology when I was 14 years old. And then I, it opened my, my, my a whole new door to me to all of these other ways that I could express these gifts, and so I could see relationships between the spiritual practices of my early childhood and the the gifts that I was starting to open and use in my late teens, and see how they come together. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. And and I actually did do quite a lot of studying and um, and development. I mean, I started working with. Um, mentors and teachers at New Age bookstores and spiritualist churches when I was 18 or 19, several decades ago. Um, and and so I started kind of building building on those skills and, and learning how to fine tune them and then how to share them with others.
0: Right. Um, I know people can find you at rachellangastrologer.com mm-hmm. if they would like to have a reading when you do a reading for someone, like I know you've done for me, uh, basically, you just need uh, where they were born and the time of day, right? Why? Yeah, 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 So the day, time, and place. The day, the time, and the place. Why is that? What
1: does that tell you? Well, the um, every, basically a chart, a birth chart maps out what was happening in the sky in our solar system at the time of your birth. And because the earth is rotating, revolving around the sun and rotating on its axis throughout the day, it's moving every couple of hours. And so the signs on the eastern horizon and the western horizon um, are are significant in terms of of revealing things about your personality, revealing things and, and all the... Basically, what the what that the time does is it places all the different planets in different sectors in your chart, and a sector or a house is a different area of your life. So there's a lot of layers of symbolism that are, that are that go into
0: the chart. So, uh, I just have to ask you, I know you have a lovely wife, Tish, uh, just a doll. So when you, when you met her, honestly, you got to tell me, did you (laughs) do her chart? (laughs) 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 Yes,
1: absolutely. In fact, I've, I have, um, yes, that I, I used to, when I was dating, I, I never really went on a date or, or anything, uh, until I had someone's birthday or, you know, sometimes I would, I, I would do it during the first date. (laughs) But yeah, no, Tisha and I were, we were good friends. We actually were colleagues and good friends. So I, I had her chart. I knew it backwards and forwards. And here's something
0: funny. Um, there were things about it, if somebody's going to date somebody, it would be a good idea for them to reach out to you and get the chart read, right? Because doesn't it kind of tell you if that person is going to be compatible with you or not? I know somebody told me, uh, our friend Michelle uh, had looked at both mine and Deborah's charts and said it was very compatible. And so I, I you know, I... I I did put a lot of heat into that, but I thought, oh, well, that's good, you know, but um, I I do think it's something people should do before they date somebody. I mean, why not, you know?
1: Yep, absolutely. It's, um, it really does help. And, and, and even if, I mean, compatibility is such a complex art in astrology, but it lets you know where, what are the problem areas of the chart going to be? um, Or, you know, what, what are the problem areas of the relationship going to be? But I, you know, when there were things about Tisha's chart that I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that, (laughs) and um, and and I, I eventually, I mean, I I was so in love with her that I was like, it made me rethink my whole like uh, several things about relationships and astrology. Yeah, she actually opened my mind um, quite a bit, so.
0: So you you gotta you you take it in and you make sure there's a certain compatibility, but it doesn't have to be a hundred percent. Exactly. In fact, Although it will, better will sometimes say, if it's not. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always tell people uh, that my mother didn't give me a whole lot of relationship advice, but I tell Deborah that she did tell me the most important thing is compatibility, and mm. uh, her and I are so compatible that I now look back and think, wow, that was really good advice. But. Um, yeah, I do think having a chart read could could at least tell you kind of an idea of like they're unless they're like completely wrong for you. You know, it, it could tell you that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, what do you like most about reading people's charts? Because uh, I I I I get the idea you get a lot of joy from what it is you do. So what is it you enjoy most about uh, helping a person? Uh, about anything, but I'm going to put the specific on because we're always talking about, you know, on this show, uh, women getting funding and building their businesses. What do you like about working with business people about letting them know how the chart impacts their business decisions? Because I find that fascinating.
1: Yes. And I've actually worked with um, a number of, of companies and I've, I've, I've seen a couple of my companies go from startup phase to, uh, to, you know, going public. And so it's really exciting to, to be a part of that process. What I like about working with businesses is usually I'm working with people who are really passionate about what they're doing and who are very driven and who have a vision for where they want to go. And I can help them get to that vision and plan things out accordingly. Every uh, business has a birthday it has an incorporation date or it has, you know, the date that you file the LLC, um, the date that you earn your first dollar. These are all charts that we look at and I can see, um, you know, optimum times. Like this is a time when you wanna be really pushing PR. This is a time when you wanna be expanding into other markets. Um, uh, Just yesterday, I was helping a company figure out which markets they want to expand into based on their looking at their astrology and the map it's a, a, a it's called astrocartography. so we can actually see what what areas of the country are most favorable for her to be franchising her company
0: so oh, it's fascinating. And, and I didn't know about the part about the birth date of the business. So that's interesting. Like the day you incorporate it is mm-hmm. like it's birthday and you can do a chart from that. That is so interesting. And, and so, um, you, so is it part the planetary astrology? And then also, I know, I mean, you're a psychic, you have intuition. Is it part I feel like when I talk to you, sometimes it's part download too. Like you should be thinking about this and you should, and it's that combination. Yep, it is.
1: And um, yeah, so I I do combine the two. You, you, you got, you got it. Um, And, and, and I I really like, I mean, I like the, the, the mathematics of astrology and the way that it's um, that it's, it's very, it's based on cycles and it's based on seasons and they can be really Easy to forecast. You can look at something and say, oh, okay, you're in this cycle um, or in this cycle. But then the intuition comes in mostly, you know, when I'm when I'm identifying things that where people get stuck, or why, if they have questions like, why am I not growing my business? Or, you know, why are why are why am I involved in this lawsuit? I can look at the astrology and see the symbolism. But I can also help to download, as you said, some uh, information for how they could get out of it or what they could do differently.
0: Wow. I I mean, that is so powerful. Um, I think every business person should be talking to you uh, when they launch their business, when they're growing their business, when they're taking a new step. Um, They can find you, of course, at RachaelLangAstrologer.com. And are you on social media too? Yes,
1: I am um, on Instagram, Rachel Lang Astrologer and on Facebook and Twitter. I, j- I just started Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit behind the curve on Twitter, but yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I think everybody's good at one or two, but not yep. all of them, you know. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And Clubhouse. I just started Clubhouse and TikTok as well. So, oh, I love it.
0: Oh, yes. I think you're perfect for Clubhouse. People are going to want to find you there. That sounds really fascinating to uh, have some sessions on there and hear what you're doing. Um, well, I think people should visit uh, astrologercom uh, I certainly have all the confidence in you uh, every year that we talk to you. And I wanna talk to you more about the business part of it because I find that interesting that we just talked about that today. Um, everybody, every business should have this type of guidance to make the right decisions. Um, so they can follow you on social media. I hope they are following us, uh, She Angel Investors uh, on social media as well. And um, just thank you everybody for tuning in. Be sure to reach out to Rachel Lang and remember to invest in her. Make it a great week. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks, Catherine. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasik.